everyone welcome back welcome back to hope for today i'm glad you're joining us today i'm glad you're here and i will have a question for you today how has your week been how's your month been have you had a bad day have you had a bad week has it been one of those weeks you just want to throw in the towel oh i feel like giving up you ever have that you just kind of like oh i just can't do it anymore i was talking to someone yesterday and and she just said i i just want to give up she said i know i shouldn't as a christian but i want to give up so where are you are you feeling that way i have a verse that on days like that i will record in my head over and over and repeat it over and over i know it's what i'm to say i know it's the way i need to think i know it's what i need to put my faith and trust in doesn't always mean that I agree at the moment with the way I'm feeling. Let me tell you that verse. We're going to be in Psalm 118.24. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. Maybe you woke up today and today is just not your day. You ever say that to somebody? Oh, it's not my day today. And, you know, all these crazy things are going on. And I was thinking about when I was preparing for the podcast and things that, you know, and I, I was thinking of my dad. And my dad passed away in August. So it's not been quite a year. And my dad, it was interesting when my dad passed away, he had a, uh, like a shed work thing in the backyard you know kept his tools and he'd go out and do all his woodwork and all that but my dad would have index cards and he would write different bible verses on them that the lord spoke to him about and his bible verses were stuck on all his tools like he'd have a saw and here's a bible verse and you'd open a drawer for some screwdrivers and there's a bible verse and you'd go to get pieces of wood and there were bible verses they were stuck all over my dad's shed and it was interesting for me and my sisters to go in there and find Bible verses stashed everywhere. And it made me think of the fact that on the day that my dad died, that I could still remember getting the phone call that this was it. He had passed. And you know, I knew it was coming and you're still <gasps> that feeling. But to think that this is the day that the Lord hath made. That day was the same day that the Lord hath made, whether it was that day or another day. And that it doesn't say on this day when it's a good day for you, and as we joke around that all the planets are lining up, then you can rejoice. And I think that's hard for us sometimes to realize that even on the days that we feel kind of yucky and we feel kind of whatever, you know, I talk to many of you. Many of you call me. I see some of you. We connect via email. You're going through some tough stuff. We have people that are sick. We have people whose spouses are sick. We have people that have lost loved ones. We have people that are struggling on their jobs. We have people that are struggling with, you know, where they fit in in life. It's not always a tragic, like, death or illness, but sometimes you just, you know, where do I fit in anymore? Maybe you're, um, you know, getting older and you don't feel like you quite fit in. And, and I get that, you know, and you've got other people coming into the church and wanting to change things up. And you're, how do I fit in this? This is the day the Lord has made. Let me rejoice in it. 
How do we rejoice? Well, rejoice, oh, I'm so excited. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I'm thanking the Lord. I'm singing his praises. And then I need to be glad. I need to be happy. I need to be happy in it. Well, how do you be happy when you don't like what's happening? Well, if we go back to the beginning of it, where it says, this is the day that the Lord hath made. If I remember that today's the day that God made, and he tells me to rejoice and to be happy. It's pretty black and white. It's pretty simple. I even have it on a piece of paper. Look how black and white that can be. I did this for myself. I want to put this on my desk at work. And it is black and white. This is the day. I remember one of my biggest examples to me that I will never ever forget was my mother-in-law. My sister-in-law was her only daughter. She had five boys and one girl. My sister-in-law was 41 years old and she had a brain aneurysm and she passed away. And I remembered, you know, now the family has to gather together and we have to walk in and what do you say? Yeah, oh, she had a what? She passed away, you know, you're all in shock. Now I have to go see my in-laws. What do I say to my in-laws? How do I react? You know, I have no words. And I remembered they had their living room and their dining room. And in the dining room, she had a chair in the corner. And it was, I don't know, it was an extra chair, I guess, like a lounge chair. I could distinctly remember her sitting on the chair and tears rolling down her face and a box of tissue alongside of her. And I looked at her I, and I had no words, nothing. Nothing could come out of my mouth. And I looked at my mother-in-law and she said, praise be the name of the Lord. And she repeated that about three times. Well, that did it. I was done. I was, I, I was weepy anyway. Now I'm bawling. And I looked at my mother-in-law and in my head, I said, how can my mother-in-law praise the Lord? He just took her only daughter. I'll never forget that. And as hard as that was for my mother-in-law, she lived her faith. Today is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And to walk in and see my mother-in-law, who's now in glory with her daughter, praising the name of Jesus in spite of the fact that he chose on that day to take her only daughter. It left such an impact on my life that I've never forgotten that. And when I've been through those moments, I think back to my mother-in-law, Ruth Wilson, who said, praise be the name of the Lord. And she repeated it three times. I still remember that as if it happened five minutes ago. What kind of day are you having today? Is it a day that you just need to spend in prayer? Maybe you don't have time. Um, you know, legitimately, you have to go to work and you got things and, you know, you got, not that you can't pray, but you can't spend the day in prayer. Like you can't just say, oh, I'm home today. Maybe you are home. Maybe you have time. Maybe you need to go find that closet and just pray and just say to the Lord, Lord, today is your day. Today is your day. You created it. I need to rejoice and be glad in it. I had a, um, a moment or two, let's just say, where, you know, life took over and I wasn't liking it one bit and my planets were not lining up and <clears throat> I live with two disabilities in my family that live with me at home and 
Those days when the disabil disabilities decide to run rampant, it makes my life nuts. And we were all going nuts. And uh, needless to say, I had to remind myself, today is the day that God had made. And God made this day for me to live in it, to live through it. And I had to just pray, Lord, help me to remember this verse. And I repeated the verse over and over and over. And I was determined to repeat it. I mean, literally, if I was awake 24-7, that verse would have been repeated 24-7. There is a, a tune I wish I could sing. I'd sing for you. If I had Joyce Hayes here right now, I'd have Joyce singing it for you. That this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will re rejoice and be glad in it. And if you know that song, I started humming that in my head. And everything I did, I had to go back to this verse and that song and repeat it over and over. Did it change my circumstances? Not at all. Not in the least. I actually think my circumstances might have even gotten a little worse than they started out with. Did it change my attitude and my thought process? Yes. What did it do? It channeled me back to the way the Lord wants me to think. I always go back to the verse in Corinthians. Think on these things. Whatever is truth, whatever is noble, whatever is lovely, whatever is just. Think on these things. I don't think that verse ever hit home with me as much as it has in the last two years. We have been through the gamut during the last two years worldwide with everything going on. If it's not been one thing, it's been another. And I'm sure you've been affected by something that has transpired over the past two years. We've all been through some tough stuff. We don't like it. We don't want to go through it. There's some things we can make changes to. There's other things I can't. I cannot change decisions that people have made for me that will affect me. I can't. I cannot make those changes, but I can tell you that I can bring it to the Lord and ask the Lord, how do you want me to get through it? We talked about the last couple of weeks about just our prayer life and where God has us. And last week, Corey and I were talking and, and Corey was saying that there was a time that she was not really focusing on the Lord. She was focusing on herself. And I think what happens is we get caught up in all this chaos of our life. And, and I, I've talked about this and Corey brought it up. Our family life first is um, about having chaos. And when there's chaos in the home, God is not a God of chaos. And when there's chaos in your home, there, the Lord's not in it. When there's chaos in your life, when there's chaos in your finances, when there's chaos in your running of this event, when there's chaos in, when there's chaos in, you can fill in the blanks. Now, you might go to an event. You might go to church. You might walk in your house. Uh... You might go to someone else's house. You might be in a place where there is chaos. I hope I can say this correctly. But you don't have to be in the chaos. So there are times where, like, my life all around me is, whoa, totally out of control. But I can say to the Lord, you're not a God of chaos. You're a God of order. Lord, I'm claiming that. I'm thinking on what is truth. I know what is just. 
You have told me that this is the day you created. I should be rejoicing and be glad in it. Lord, help me to stay focused. You created this day for me to have a purpose, and I need to rest in that. All of a sudden, the earthquake that's happening all around me and everything is shaking. Somehow, the spot that I'm standing on is like solid rock, and it ain't moving. Have you ever been there? I've watched my life transform the other day because chaos was all around me. I could not stop what was happening. The chaos needed to unfold. There was an earthquake, if you want to say, not literally, but you know, in life, there was this earthquake of shakiness all around me. There was nothing I could do to stop it, to control it, to change it. It had to go on and take place. But I quoted this verse over and over and over and over and over till I was sick of listening to myself. But it calmed my spirit. It brought me back to the connection with the Lord. And through that, I still pray and say, Lord, I don't like it. I don't like what I see. I don't like what I'm feeling. I don't like what I'm hearing. I don't like what I'm experiencing. But today is the day that you made, and I need to be rejoicing, and I need to be glad in it. I need to be happy in it. Now, I I have a pet peeve, okay? So we're friends. We can talk, right? Kind of casual conversation here. There is nothing worse than when you're going through a pretty traumatic time in your life and you ran, run into somebody and they say, well, we are to rejoice and be glad in it. You are to rise above the surface. And they almost make light of the tragedy that you're going through or the earthquake that you're living through, or the emotional whatever. There is a difference of being happy, you're giggling, somebody told a funny joke and you're hysterical rolling on the floor versus happy in a traumatic time in your life. Now, if somebody had said that to my mother-in-law when she just lost her daughter, I probably would have decked them. Like, how could you talk to my mother-in-law while she's going through this? But what she was trying to do by praising the name of the Lord was to bring herself back. I need to stay focused. My God is still on the throne. My God created today. My God knew this was happening. My God has gone before me. My God is all around me. My God is behind me. My God is within a touch of me reaching out and praying for him. There is a joy and unhappiness that you can feel in your heart. A peace that you can feel when you can claim today is the day that God has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You are not walking around, I'm sure, hysterically laughing as if you just heard the best joke ever. But there is an internal something. You know, I said to my husband, we were talking the other day, and I said, what do you say as a Christian when somebody says, how you doing today? Do you just lie and say, I'm having a great day when you know you're not? And he kind of chuckled and he said, yeah, I know. Like, what do you say? Because if we're honest with each other and say, I'm really having a rough day or it's not been a good day. Most times the Christian that you're surrounded by will come back with some slide remark of, well, you need to be happy. You know, that's not what we need to be doing for each other. We need to be coming along each other and encouraging because the Bible says, lift up, edify, build each one, each other up. It talks about you know, feeling the pain for someone, feeling someone's joy. 
uh, maybe, you know, when somebody says, or you sense that they're really not doing well, say, you know, and I've done that. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fine. And I might come back and say, well, you know what? I'm not sure what's going on. And maybe nothing. But can I pray with you? Just, just that God would give you some unique encouragement today. And come alongside that person. You don't need to know the details. You know, we get too nosy. We want to know everything. Tell me what's going on. We don't need to know the whole scoop. If I tell you I'm having a bad day, you don't need to know the details. But what you do need to know is that I'm having a bad day. And I need to know and to be reminded and encouraged that today is the day. Every day is a brand new day and God's mercies are new every morning. And there have been days where I've gone to bed the night before and went, Yuck, Lynn, you really messed up today. You weren't focused or... And today, when I was doing my devotions, I sat down and I wrote down seven things I want to change in my life starting today. I'm not going to go over those because they're very personal for me, but I really felt the Lord saying to me, you're, you feel like you're living in chaos, you feel like there's an earthquake happening, you feel like things are unsettled. Well, I make a change. What can I change? There are things in life I can change, and there are things I can't change. But what I can do is change the things that maybe some of these things I can change to avoid some of these earthquakes or to be better prepared for the earthquakes. You know, we know a hurricane season is coming in August to October, I think it is, or August to November here in New Jersey. We know that's hurricane season. We should be prepared for that. Do we have candles? Do we have matches? Do we have canned goods? Do we have an alternate way of cooking food? If the power goes out, do we have water? Do you have ways to flush the toilet? Do you have, do you have, do you have? Do you have these things prepared? A wise person, a wise woman builds her house. Do you have things prepared? Knowing ahead, these things are to come. Well, we also know that as great as today might be, tomorrow's another day. And our walk with the Lord is not going to be you know, a bed of roses as we walk with him, he will give us that peace and confidence that we need. But those things that we go through might be kind of yucky. So we can be prepared the best way we can. And I feel that there were seven areas of my life that I needed to tweak. I need to tweak. Not majorly. And I'm going to do the best I can. You know, my, my time is limited and my resources are limited. And my, my day is limited because I just don't know. I might make plans to do that at 4 o'clock this afternoon and then 4 o'clock something else comes up. But I've written them down. I find when you write things down, you're more apt to follow through with them. So I've written these seven things down and I'm going to do them. And then what I wrote above it was this Bible verse. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let me rejoice and be glad in it. I need to do what I can do to be prepared. But in all of that, just like the other day when I had to re record in my brain this verse over and over. The end of the day came and I got through it. The earthquake continued to happen. The chaos happened around me. But me as a person, my inner soul, the core of Lynn Wilson, was steadfast. I was able to breathe. I was able to get through it. I was able to go to bed and lay my head down on the pillow and be grateful that I had a pillow and I had a bed, and I had a blanket, and I had that warm spot that I could just lay there and just go, oh, I need a good night's sleep. Lord, be with me tonight when I sleep. Give me rest. You just breathe rest into my body. Breathe encouragement into me. And as I went to sleep that night, I did hum this verse once again in that song. 
so that my mind was focused on that verse as I fell asleep. That was the verse I fell asleep to. I don't know where you are today. I don't know. Maybe today is a great day. Amen. Praise the Lord and go for it and enjoy every ounce of it. But you know what I'm talking about. There's going to be those days and we're going to be troubled and we're going to be feeling it. We're going to be feeling it, people. And those days are coming more and more often. Life is getting crazier and we need to know that God's word is still today as it was way back when. Verses are in the Bible for a reason. God knew that we would need to hear this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it when 2020 takes place, when this happens, when that happens, when things change at church, when things change at home, when things change at work, when things happen I don't like. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Repeat it, repeat it, write it down. Print yourself a piece of paper. Stick it wherever you need to stick it so that you can refer to that verse all the time. I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a comment below. I would love to hear from you. I enjoy reading those comments. Thanks so much for coming over today. I hope that this verse will just let you know. Today is not going to get better necessarily, but your focus on the Lord will just bring all the pieces together and you will find a peace and a rest in Him that you won't be able to explain to anyone else even though chaos is happening. Today is the day that God has made special for you. You will rejoice and you will be glad in it. We'll catch you all next week on the next podcast.